Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, we're hanging out in beautiful weather down at the State Fair at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage with Lori and Julia. We've got some Hollywood speak coming up, Julia's random thoughts, and of course, some music news that we definitely need to get to. Well, Julia's made a little tradition here at the fair. She gives us a little rundown of who's ever playing at the grandstand. I know. And tonight- that was an excellent producing, directing oh, idea that you had, ring. Julia. This is her Virgo. You're, you're too this much. This is so good. You're too much. <laughs> so um, tonight, it's the, I'm calling it the oldies night because it's the Spinners, the Grassroots, and Little Ed and Imperials. Okay. Who I did just see in Duluth three weeks ago at the Blues you Fest. You did? And... I don't know if it's Little Ed or who the guy was who was shaking it and rocking it and bluesing it, but they were good. So, you know. So I don't know that you're telling us anything about I, Little Ed and the Imperials. I'm not. Okay. I didn't know they were here. Okay. I just focused on the spinners. Okay. Okay, so sometimes called the Detroit Spinners in the UK to differentiate them because there was a big spinners group in the UK back in the day. I never knew that. But nevertheless, the spinners are the prime architects of Philly soul. So figure that one out. But they well, dominated the pop radio in the 70s. Oh, okay? the spinners and the OJs. They did. So um, their best songs, and you're going to probably find one of these, Grant, at some point, but their footprint was... Um, Rubber Band Man? It's a Shame. It was in an episode Rubber of Everybody Band. Loves Chris. Could it be I'm Falling in Love? Oh, that was on True Blood. Song. I'm just giving you, these were great songs, but they've also been in pop culture, television, yeah. shows, and movies recently. Or Rubber Band Man. Rubber Band Man was on Stripes, in Stripes with Bill Murray, and two episodes of the 70s show. Um, the original people were Billy Henderson, Purvis Jackson, Henry Fambaugh, um, Robert Bobby Smith, and then they got, when they kind of made it big, it was because they acquired Philip Soul Wayne, who had this falsetto voice that was just to die for. Um, the lead singer, um, Philip Wayne, was considered one of the greatest falsettos in all of 70s soul. Oh, my gosh. His ability to vamp repetitive choruses inspired a generation of soul singers. They are one of the longest living vocal groups in history, and as we learned from John Bream, there's one left, right? He's 83 as yeah. far as uh, yeah. my recollection. There's one left. Mm-hmm. So Lori will be able to pick him out. He'll be the one dancing the slowest and a step behind. Because they used to do the performance, you know. Yeah. Oh, everything was choreographed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he um, successfully, they crossed over into disco when Philly Soul fell out of favor. But way, way back when, they were called the Domingos. And by 1961, they changed their name. But they were um, Barry, what's his name from Motown? 
Barry Gordy. Yeah, he acquired, um, when he started at the Motown label, they were so excited because he bought Tri Philly, which was the album uh, that they were signed to. But nothing came. Nothing came when they were at Motown. Nothing happened at Motown. They just kind of were, they felt like no one paid attention to them. Finally, in 1970, Stevie Wonder gave the group his song, It's a Shame. Which Maybe got, we can hear that one, Grant. I'll grab yeah, it. And we can also, people here at the fair are listening to the warm-up right now. Um, they cracked into the R&B Top 10. The follow-ups again stalled. And then in 1972, they signed with Atlantic. So they left Motown for Atlantic and with their new lead, Philip Wynn. And so from there, they had some things going on. Um, and the group... Um, Aretha Franklin was one responsible for getting the group from Motown to Atlantic. Because she was good buddies with Ottomid Erdogan, who I'd is... I'd say that fine. I, I Ottomid, I, it sounds like you Ahmed, are, are having urgency. Might be Ahmed it's Erdogan. Ahmed Erdogan. Ahmed Ahmed Erdogan. Erdogan. It's Egyptian. Okay. Before you get right, too far you, down that hole. All right, thank you, thank you, because I'm lending... <laughs> uh, that's a hard name to say. All right, Dionne Warwick had convinced... Had to be convinced of her collaboration with the Spinners, and then came you... And then came you. Remember that? She didn't want to do it with them. Wow. At all. I don't even know that song, but I might not. I probably do. Yeah, you do. And then came Oh, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot see Oh, there, it well. I got it. You were in a little harmony there. <laughs> Was I with myself? Yeah. Okay. And then um, one of the singers got the nickname 1245. Ooh, I like that After name. singing the phrase on, remember, Games People Play, I never liked that song. Do you guys remember it? Anybody old enough? No. No. Anyone, Sing it for us. Anyone even know who the spinners are? <laughs> okay, there's a couple people. Uh, um, games people play night yeah. and day. They keep on something. Something. Yeah. To b- 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 All right, not you good. You want him to play It's a Shame? Yeah, I've got It's a Shame, right? right you want to hear it. that? And then I've yes. got Rubber Band Man, too. we got to okay. hear that, too. So here's It's a Shame. I think people are going to be dancing tonight. I think you are. That's what I think is going to be happening at the grand I think you are. So, anywho, they have just figured out a way to stay. They continue to tour and they, tour. And they add, the younger, and they add the younger people to do the choreography, and they make oh, it a I'm lot excited. of fun. I think you're going to have fun, but I have another little music fact for you. Well, not really. Okay. Do you well have something? I do have something, because right. this is an iconic song from 1968. Okay. It's called Inagata De Vida. The I've band, never even heard of it. The band is Iron Butterfly. You know the song. It's been in many movies. Right, right. Someone can hear is that, saying Grant? I love that. Yeah. And what is it called? You know Inagata De Vida. And so the band is Iron Butterfly, and the drummer in Iron Butterfly, Ron Bushy, died this weekend at the age of 79 after esophageal cancer. But he... That track is famous for being 17 minutes long. So the fact oh my that gosh. it ever got radio airplay and Ron takes the leads on the drum for about three minutes in that song. And so it's an epic drum solo. And he is the only member of uh, Iron Butterfly that recorded on every single, the four or five albums okay. that he had. And so he was the only only one because they had tons of lineup changes but he was the only constant right and toured with them until the 2010s when i think he had health issues but he was 79 do you have the drum okay, here we go probably it happens in a lot of air drumming contests they do this this one, one. Mm-hmm. like you know you could show off 
your skills, your oh, math Lori, skills. Lori, Lori, that is something that I feel like you would be in your next life if your parents would have given you a drum set. <laughs> Too hard so to true. transport from all I'm the I'm an air amazing bases. air drummer in the car. She That's all I know. The, I don't know about that. any place else, but I, that when I would take my nephews on a road trip, we all had to pick an instrument. And we had like Mr. Brightsides and Jet, We'd Be My Girl. We just had rocking songs. And they had to pick their instrument. And then we, I, I did air drum being a driver, I know. But I had one hand on the wheel. I was really fierce with that one hand. Though. I, and the boys were just either, you know, they were playing guitars. Sometimes they'd slip into drumming. But it was kind of a it's, fun. It's your thing to do. Yeah, it was it's always been your thing to do. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, it's time for Random Thoughts. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, Laurie. So, a gentleman told us before he left the song that you were t- saying. What was the name of that song? Indigata De Vida by Iron Butterfly. Okay, that we had to listen to. And <laughs> some people know it's a 17-line-minute song. And the guy that just left said, you know, the real name of the song is In the Garden of Eden. But they were so wasted when they recorded, recorded it. it <laughs> that it was in a kind of... What in- is it called? In the Gata de Vida. In the Garden in, of Eden? In the yeah, Garden in of the Eden. In the Gata de Vida. So, so we're taking this random guy's uh, word for it, but he seemed trustworthy to me. Mm-hmm. Makes well, sense. Here's, a, here's another song that was recorded um, when um, they came up with the concert. It was Queen and David Bowie, and they wrote their hit single, Under Pressure. I love that song. Um, during a boozy session, and they almost forgot all the famous stuff that they put in the song. And they went on to say we were all wasted. So what happened is um, Queen was somehow in um, Montu, Switzerland, and they came up. Um, Montreux. Montreux, Switzerland, and they mm. found out that David Bowie was in town, and they invited him to come over. You know, they're all from London. Come to my chalet. Yeah. No, you come to my chalet. All right, fine. They phoned me up. This is what David Bowie said, and asked me to come down, and if I'd like to see what was happening. I went down, and these things happen, you know. Um, suddenly, you're writing something together, and it was totally spontaneous and certainly wasn't planned. It was particular. <laughs> it was particular? That's such a British way of talking. It is such a way and he says here you go well i think the process we were all drunk and in the studio we were all having fun playing all sorts of songs and he was playing a couple old cream songs whatever came in our said into our heads and they just said let's just try to do this and so um brian may said it was john deacon who came up with the song rift and luckily roger um another member of queen remembered the lines oh dear um, and by that time, David was very impassioned with it. He had vision in his head, but everyone was too wasted to yeah. write let's it down. Yeah, let's listen to it. Both <laughs> Queen and David Bowie. I've never known I've never seen it. No. Have put this on their greatest hits. Yeah. They both loved it. It's a great So song. that was kind of like another one, like, oh my gosh, yeah. oh my gosh. Okay, so. And then who, how who do you sample that song and had a huge hit? In the 90s. Who? A rapper. Vanilla Ice. Oh, that's there Vanilla Ice, right. Ice Ice Baby. Okay, so how do you tell you live in Wisconsin without someone telling you they live in Wisconsin? <laughs> Is this a rhetorical question mm-hmm. that you're asking of me? Mm-hmm. And this just happened last Wednesday at a McDonald's drive-thru. Um, <laughs> was, I don't know, was there Jessica, some kind of livestock in the backseat? Yes. Jessica Nelson pulled <laughs> up into a McDonald's drive-thru in Marshfield, Wisconsin on Thursday and said she saw... 
a cow in the back seat of a Buick sedan, three cars in front of her. Did she take a picture? She thought, I thought it was fake. Who puts a cow? A cow, calf. It was a calf. A cow in a Buick. Okay. And then its whole head moved. <laughs> and she's quickly picked up her phone and shot a video. And I just took the video of it because I was blown away that there was a cow in the back of a Buick. It seems like it would be bad for the your seat. The whole seats. freaking cow. Yeah. Tell me you live in Wisconsin without telling me you live in Wisconsin <laughs> and was trending. And what happened is... She's um, on her way to the Minnesota State Fair? No, the family of the cow's owner, because she got 112,000 views on her Facebook page, said that the cow was actually a calf, a like calf, you said. Yeah. She but said still, the, owner, that's big. the owner had just purchased it and two other calves, which were in the backseat as well, but lying down out of sight. Can you imagine? Pulling? This would make me laugh. Oh, my God. Now, I just told you this weekend when I pulled into McDonald's and through the drive-thru and backed uh, up. Oh, because, yeah, and hit somebody. Yeah. No one was there. Oh, no. In I the pulled, window. I pulled into a McDonald's like three Fridays ago now. <laughs> what? And I needed a McFlurry and a hamburger so bad. And it was about 11.15 at night. And I'm like, score, no one's here. The lights are on. Both lanes are empty. I pull in. Hello, I'd like an Oreo McFlurry, a hamburger, extra pickles and ketchup. And, oh, give me a small fry. Yeah. Nothing. I'm like, why aren't they listening to me? I'm like, hello, hello. So then I put my car in reverse, hit the gas, (laughs) because I think I'll drive over the bell. This is dating me, but when you used to drive into gas yes. stations, you know, the weight sensor. I mean, it still happens when you pull up to a stoplight. There's yeah. a weight sensor. Yes, sir. So I thought, I'll back up and go forward again. Bam. And I, and I hit a woman's um, license plate. That's it. Nothing else happened. But she had to call the cops because she felt unsafe to get out of her car. Like, Jesus, I'm just getting in my flurry. <laughs> so we wait for the cop that's... And there's no 22. one working. No one's working. So it's closed. Yeah. The whole place is closed. So she's a goof like me trying to get food. You would have thought she would have bonded with you over oh, that. <laughs> no. And like she has to call the cops. I mean, her um, driver's rearview mirror is taped on. I'm trying to think of if she's trying to get money out of me. All that was dented was literally her driver's plate. I don't have a scratch on my car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went and I said, get out of your car. Why are you wasting the cop's time? It's just your license plate. I don't feel safe. I'm like, okay. So anyway, the cop comes and is kind of scolding her. Yeah. Like, why are you wasting my time? It's just your license. I didn't feel safe. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. But anyway. I mean, what did you do? Exchange numbers? I got her insurance card. She got mine. Yeah. Is she going to file a claim? She can't. It's under, I mean, there's nothing to claim. Got it. There's not, but it sounded like there should have been, quite frankly, because I backed. It was a big sound. I'm like, I need my McFlurry and I backed up. So look in the mirror if you're ever doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but free I, safety tips. Tip of the day. That was free. But if you see a cow posted on Facebook, you'll get a lot of followers, I think. Okay, 28 years ago today in 1993, 23 million homes, two. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Tuned in to the CBS debut of... What, what year is this? 1993. 23 million viewers. Ooh, I don't know. The Late Show with David Letterman. Oh, 20, so 28 years ago. That's when he started. Who do you think it was his first musical guest? Grant? <sighs> you, can, you can answer this one, too. Oh. Was it Bruce Springsteen? Good guess, Lori. Cher? Madonna? No. Billy Joel. It was. Billy Did you Joel. look it up? No, I just, I, that's but just New a random. New York. CBS, yeah, New York. It seems like a, yeah. been, I did it not was look Billy that up. Billy Joel. Wow. And Bruce, Bruce was like, I don't know this David Letterman. I like Johnny Carson. So that's why he didn't get, you know, right. that's why he didn't take it. He didn't know who Letterman was. There you go. Because Letterman did have like a daytime show he at did. 9 o'clock in the morning for a year. Flapped. That nobody watched because it just wasn't the right but time. But before that, he was a weatherman. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. He, he had a lot of different but things. But I mean, just think of him being a daytime, you know, like Jason in the morning. Yeah. He seems too uh, tense for morning TV. I would think that's a good yeah. way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so over the weekend, you might have heard of this guy, Colin O'Brien. He was sick of dating apps, so he decided to create his own. So um, date ColinOBrien.com. That's like date, ta- date, date Tad Hamilton. Date, no, win a date with Tad win Hamilton. A date with Tad which Hamilton. is the cutest show if you haven't seen it. It's a movie with beautiful Josh Dumel mm-hmm. from North Dakota. So this guy does it. He gets all these. He gets like um, people answered. Two hundred women applied. He's got thirteen dates lined up. Oh, nice. And um, did you apply? Oh, <laughs> I want to. There's too many people in the audience for me to flash something at you. Oh, she wants a bird to fly around the audience <laughs> right now. I do. Okay, what do you think male goats do to attract females for mating? Let's see. Cicadas sing. Um, goats maybe wiggle their whiskers or do something with their they, horns. They pee on their feces. To attract females for mating. Oh, for yeah, that's a good. That's good for the kids. Yeah, that's well. a good poop story. <laughs> yeah, but it's more to do with mating. So I don't know well, that they people don't know wanna... what mating is. All right, fine. They don't know what that is. That's All right, when true. we come back, what do we got, Laura? Um, when we come back, uh, let's see. Oh, this show. This show sounds like a cross between Fleabag and The Devil Wears Prada. So I want your. Thoughts. I want to know about it. All right, we're live at the Minnesota State Fair. We'll be right back after the traffic. I think people are going to be singing and dancing. John Green was kind of funny. Are they playing that tonight? Is yeah. that who's here? The, oh, that's yeah, a great the grassroots. The oh, grass that's who that is. He, John Bream said in his review about uh, TLC last night that the gal sitting right behind him knew every word to every song and sang along loudly. But he said in the, for once he didn't mind because they didn't have a live band and Wait. the sound was not that loud. So It was fun. It kind of, I mean, it she was a backhanded. It. it was a backwards compliment. Yeah, yeah. TLC, you know. I get it. D- did you find that, Grant? That oh, it was soft. Yeah, it was soft, and you know, because we saw them at Pride not too long ago. Lily and I did. I believe it was down at Pride a couple years yeah. ago, and they were fantastic. But last night, it was just, it was n- not a lot of energy. Yeah, the music I was like quiet. Four years ago at the Excel, they were with a couple of boy groups. Remember the the boy band I never discovered and discovered too late. Yes. Years later, I can't remember what they're called now. That's how fast my crush came. The Osmonds. No, but uh, <laughs> TLC was one of the bands, and it was like a '90s 
kind of tour, and they were fantastic. But they had a live band. Yes, that would uh, that would change the energy. Yeah. Like I just show up and push down my like, um, you know, my jukebox. You yeah. know, you just come out there with your box. Right, and, and they have so many good songs. That's too weird. Yeah, that's weird. All right, I just want to say one more thing okay. about music because tonight is the very first show at Excel Center since February twenty fourth, twenty twenty. This was the last show. Oh, that's right. And tonight it's Hall & Oates. Hall & Oates. Oh. So if you don't want to come to the fair and you want to have some nostalgia, go down to the Excel and check them out. So they're excited at the Excel because they haven't had live music right. like everyone else. Yeah. So all right, what is this okay. new show? Well, okay, so this new show that it just got my attention okay. because anytime when someone give, can give the elevator pitch in like a quick sentence and they can name drop hot things, it got my attention. So it's a show called Sounds Like Love. Okay. And it's a movie, excuse me. And it sounds like when you read it that it's a cross between Fleabag and The Devil Wears Prada. Which, you heard me right. I mean, already I'm interested, right? So um, it's based on this best-selling uh, Spanish book series by Elizabeth Benave. And the song is called Canciones y Recuerdos, or Songs and Memories, is what it is, the book. And tells the story of Maka, a young woman who's living her best life in Madrid. So it's filmed in Madrid. Yay, we got to go to Madrid. And despite her less than ideal job as an assistant to a fashion influencer, okay. Maka is determined to have a good career and future. And then things take a turn when her ex-boyfriend re-enters the picture. Her friends offer her foolproof proof advice. And then she has to figure out, does she want to devote time and energy to this relationship or does she want to keep on her fashion journey and the okay. one so that's what's called it's called uh sounds like love and it's based it's coming out september 29th is it in netflix. a movie theater oh it's on netflix, it's on netflix. Okay. so but it's from a book it's right this, uh, i mean i feel like this has our name all over it oh totally for sure now this doesn't have well this has your name i think okay. you'll go back to it holly posted we have the third season trailer for you with Penn oh. Badgley. Oh, you don't like that show. I love that show. It's, it's about, too disturbing for me. You it, like disturbing things more than I do. Well, and it's based on a book. The original book was called You by Carolyn... Kepnes. She's been on our show yeah. a million times. And it was... I'd never read a book that was being narrated by the bad guy serial killer. Right. And so it was Except like Except for that other one with the teeth, the baby teeth. But that came after right, that. You're I right, mean I you're read right. I read you that I read that book like ten years ago and it, this character Joe Goldberg played by Adam Brody um, so delicious. It's not Adam Brody. Or not Adam Brody. Penn Badgley. Thank you. I always get those two mixed up. One's really skinny and one's not. But they're kind of in the same. One was Gossip right. Girl, one was the OC. Yep. You know, blah, All right, blah, blah, they're blah. the same. I get same. it. Same. So get and, it. anyway, Holly posted it. It looks it looks really good, and that doesn't come until October 15th. And, but and the thing about that show was it started on Lifetime, and yes. it really no one watched no it. One and watched I felt it. like mid-season or very close to the end of the season, they threw it over at Netflix. They did. It and then it hit. suddenly becomes a big hit. I mean, that's what's happening with that What's that flight one? Oh, Manifest. Yes. Manifest. Yeah. I mean, so you wonder, do you, do you put it back on network or do you keep it on Netflix? I mean, it's I don't get kind paid of, enough to answer these questions. Well, these are things I think, <laughs> you know, Lori. 
I just These don't are get things paid enough. I think and wonder out I'm loud. keeping my opinion on myself about that one. All right, I just fine. don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes people, they don't have, that's all they can do is stream. So I guess that's well, why. Well, that is. You know, mm-hmm. that's the thing. But anyway, it looks, it looks good. And this now, this series is past the books. Yes. And Carolyn Kepnes is like a consultant since she's the creator of Joe Goldberg, who doesn't mean to keep killing his girlfriends. But he does. Sometimes you could probably understand it. <laughs> I don't know. So he anyway, is. I, he works. Does he still he work in mar- the damn bookstore? He married the girl uh, that he moved to California. Her name is sure. Love. Victoria so after Pedretti. the first season. And yes. And okay. so he's, he almost killed her, but I guess he didn't. I think he killed her brother, but she doesn't know it, if I'm remembering it right. Wow. I know, really dark. Okay, so this just made me laugh. So yesterday, I am just a slug. I am out of fair shape. I just am going to... What re- that really means is she can't stay out every night till 10 o'clock and party. Yeah. And get up and do it again. Well, because the weather wasn't cooperating. That's I would have been true. in far worse shape. I would have stayed out no matter how much my back hurt. You and would've. I would have hurt even more yesterday. You would have. So I'm reading everything. I'm reading Vanity Fair. I'm reading Billy Summers. I'm reading the paper... You know, cover to cover. And I am so just not ready to be done reading. I find myself reading The Police Blotter. Which I love is on, that. Which is on page two of the Star Tribune after the front page. And I just thought, oh, you know, I'm just going to read that and see if anything jumps out at me crime-wise that I would be surprised about. So this, well, these are so fun to read in small towns because it has, you know, yeah. this is how the paper is half the paper. Well, I love this, reading these. Listen, I got to say, Susan Hillard at the Star Tribune, she, with a fine-tooth comb, went through a lot of, you know, <laughs> this is from Lakeville. Okay. And this happened the week of August 1st. Cheese slices were stuck on the windshield of multiple vehicles in the 18,000 block of blank blank. Hey, According... That- to police reports, it was American cheese. <laughs> Why? Did someone just go down a block and just put cheese? Yes, you know okay, it was like some high school kid. better than an egg. No, of course, because oh, eggs are terrible. Hysterical. But that they knew because they probably saw all the craft you know, wrappers. wrappers and okay, that's, that's so funny. I well, know. that cheese is identifiable because it doesn't have the consistency of cheese. But I mean, that made me laugh out loud. And then, um, okay, this one is, um, I don't know what to say about this. This happened in St. Anthony, so I don't okay. think that's very far from here. A resident reported that her outside water was running and a delivery person drank from the hose. <laughs> oh, no. She wanted him charged with theft of water. Oh, stop. <laughs> and I'm like, lady, it's hot out his water oh. bottle. Anyway. Okay, that is. No further. The, they did nothing. Okay, of course. of course. Yeah. So anyway. Okay, that is so funny. And then the last one from Hugo, Minnesota, which I used to ride my motorcycle out in Hugo. Really pretty. Yeah. You know, just kind of there's some great roads back there. But a low flying hot air balloon. This was about a month ago dragged against the top of trees near the hog pens of a farm, <laughs> causing the <laughs> to break out of their pen pens. <laughs> so there were like, you know, five or ten, three hundred pound hogs running wild, running around, wild Hugo. around Hugo. Oh, but funny. the owner told the authorities 
Don't worry, they're docile. I can get them back in with corn. <laughs> I'm just like that. Susan really did a like quite a job finding some Wait, stuff. And the then uh, is the American cheese slices though. The, the winner. That's, that's yeah. creative. It is, and mm-hmm. I feel like it was like some high school, like some razzing thing or like something. I we're feel, so bored. What are we going to do tonight? Well, they don't make prank phone calls anymore. No, but there there was a thing on Twitter for a while where people were putting slices of American cheese on babies' heads <laughs> and taking <laughs> pictures of them. <laughs> yes. And just taking, I'm pretty sure it was baby heads, and the kid would just be, because American craft cheese will, will melt, will mold, yes. and stick like glue, basically, without tearing anybody's okay, baby so skin. Funny. Yeah. Because my brother was, he, for some reason, he really gets a delight in, um, like, these kinds of little things. Children with cheese on their heads. Funny, Lori. That's funny. Okay, before we go, I'm going to just give my, um, just the polite ways to tell people that their zipper is down. Because I don't know about you guys. Everyone look. A lot of people people look. I, a lot of people, including me today, I came out of the bathroom with my zipper down. If you have a belt, it's a lot to remember. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. You're hot. You're, it, mm-hmm. Everything is sticking. You can barely get your pants if up. If you wear a fanny pack, forget, forget it. Forget it. Yeah. Okay, so um, these are just polite ways to tell people that their zipper is down. Okay. Okay, so the cucumber has left the salad. It is always a big hit when leaving. <laughs> um. Let's see. Quasimodo needs to go back in the tower and tend to his bells. Okay. That's a lot to remember. That is. And only a few people would get it. Yeah. Um, The Buick is not all the way in the garage. I like that. Why why do these feel man-centric? Well, they're all about one thing. Paging Mr. Johnson. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or paging Mrs. Johnson, Mm -hmm. I guess you could say. And uh, you've got a security breach in Los Pantalones. There you go. Oh, for crying out loud, Lori. Honest to Pete. Look at the time, Grant. Dr. Yep. Hollywood speak. Yeah, it is. We'll All right, right, we'll back. be right back. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? Yeah, I can't wait to ask you about this. Kanye West says his album Donda was released by his label without his approval. What is the Hollywood business speak on that? Oh. He was Does he so, just he want was, yet another headline? I mean, no, no. I is mean, this true? They, they were, were like, sick of his crap. He was three months past deadline, and they were like, "We've got the tracks. We're right. just putting it out there. We're uh, we're done with you. We're done with you." And I think they have a right as a record label to do that. Good for them. Yeah. So good they, for them. They put it out, but oh god, he got mad, and then someone people were yelling at him about, you know, cr- uh, cutting verses. And do I have that right, Grant? Cutting yeah. verses and Chris Brown was pissed because yeah. he um he cut out a verse that you know. When I, it, I'm kind of glad Universal did that. I mean, I, it's like a what an exhausting music client he must be. <laughs> really, truly, truly. Did, you, did anyone listen ours. to any of the music? No. I heard one of the songs uh, they were playing it earlier during uh, Donna and Steve. Rocco rocked it out for us. I heard it too. Did yeah, you like it? Yeah, I liked it. It was okay. Yeah. I like some of his music. Yeah, I like his music. They wanted to get it out, I think, because Drake's album, also out by Universal, is Thursday. Oh, okay. Got it. And they were t- tired of those two having their peeing contest. Who's yes. got the biggest cucumber? Yes. And I guess some of Drake's fans went to 
Connie's house and put up, they didn't vandalize the house, but they made like homemade cardboard signs with disses on it. And I was just like, well. Like his house in Chicago that he grew up in? Yes. Okay, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. So, you know. He's he's a lot. Yeah, he really is a lot, Julia. Uh, so anyway, people are mad. He's mad. Fans are beside themselves. Right. Some people hate it. Some people love it. Now you're caught up on Kanye. Okay, thank you. Okay, why was James Corden wearing a rat costume blocking traffic in L.A.? Come on. Julia, what is, what is James Corden known for? Acting. What would he be doing in a crosswalk in a costume? Well, he was doing his crosswalk Broadway show. He was doing the Rats on Fire or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's called Three Blind Mice. Carpool Ooh. Karaoke. But he does that in a car. I'm giving you the most simple of things. But no. Lori, yeah, he I does know. carpool karaoke in a car. He has another bit that oh. you don't know about called Broadway in the Crosswalk. Crosswalk. Okay, well then you did have it. I did have it. <laughs> and I had the Roaring Hollywood I know speech. you did, but I like how you were just trying to shame me. Well, I didn't know it was called was... Broadway Crosswalk. But yeah, you're right. They do stop traffic and they, they do. Out into a song. Right. The most unbelievable thing that I saw him do was a car drove by and passed out a big doobie. Did a big it blunt. Really? Blazing. Well, it's legal in LA. But it's COVID. Right. It's from a stranger's car. It's he takes it. You know it was set up, Lori. Come on. Puff, puff, pass, Come on, pass. that was set up. It's well, not legal would... in public areas, though, so yeah. still breaking a law. You can smoke. You just oh, can't smoke you, in public. Grant, yes. knowing all the fine, yeah. Yeah, and fine details. Of course CBS, I do. <laughs> CBS wouldn't sign off on that, like, promo of him. I mean, it was like a big old doobie. I mean, it was like 70s doobie. That fat of a blunt. Or Snoop Dogg. No, it would have been too small for Snoop Dogg. But right. whatever. Like, it was look a, at you too. It Go. was a blazing, blazing doobie. Okay. And I just thought, wow, you're a brave COVID, braver COVID person than I am. I would not. I think it was a setup. Me. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. No. Like Grant said, it is. All right. Yeah. So, I don't know. It must be maybe a Cinderella. Was it funny? Did it make you laugh? Uh, no. Uh, Camila Cabello was there. So, I'm thinking it's a Cinderella Move like maybe they're singing "Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo" for the movie oh, or something. Oh, the mice getting her dress ready. Yes, because he's yes. voices one of the mice. So okay, there you go. It's the new Cinderella with Billy Porter as the fairy godmother, James Corden who has pictures of somebody naked in Hollywood. I don't know why he keeps getting these gigs. Because he's funny, and he, he is funny, sing, and he he's can sing. sing and he can act. Okay, and he's okay with making a fool of himself. Yeah. Very much, very I much. I don't, yeah, you know, people don't like him. I know, they don't like him like they didn't like Ellen. Like, there's a lot of stories behind the scenes with people who work in Hollywood in all kinds of businesses about what a gigantic dink he is, <laughs> like cold and dismissive. As and I'm, I'm sorry, just like British people, they sound so lovely when they talk, but they can also sound quite haughty. Yeah, they can. If they want to cut you. Yeah, they ya. can. If they want to cut you. So some of it might be, you know, the the British accent. Yes. It sounds cold. You know, we might not all get that. But anyway, there's a lot of stories about him. Okay. Um, here's another one. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm going to skip that one for all you, right, Julia. Please. Selena Gomez. I signed my life away to Disney at a very young age. As many do. Yeah. As many do. Are you surprised she said that, though? No. That she... No. Because she's long away from Disney mm -hmm. and 
She's got her. She's their show is coming out. They're looking for any headline possible. But she's not a Disney show. That's a Netflix show. No, that's why she can say it. She's no longer working for Disney. Got it. She can say all this stuff. But geez, signed away her life. Well, she really makes it sound bad when you say that. But she's also grateful for those roles. Yeah. It all started when she was on Barney. Mm-hmm. Remember? She was the Barney girl. Julia, I never I watched loved, Barney. I loved Barney. That, I didn't have nephews. I loved that was your Barney kids. with yeah. my kids. Because? Because he was so goofy. He loved his laugh. Yeah. I loved his laugh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to just stop with okay. your ADD right now in front of the crowd. <laughs> oh, Julia's it's, like, it's like not really, even listening to me, just really turning papers over, really wondering when she can go lay down in the other and room. And use the restroom. Yeah. No, she tweaked your back, our little tennis pickleball mm-hmm. girl. Mm. You know. Julia, you can't. Uh, I'm still here. Go. Yeah, you go. can't run on the courts 24-7 like I, you were doing. No. I, all right. Go. All right. Next. Here, here, next. <laughs> Listen to you. Okay. I was looking for the NeNe Leak story. Oh, well, NeNe. that's sad. Okay. So she was a real housewife in no. Atlanta. Okay. No, and, no, 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 no. See, this I'll is, think it's sad and you'll find no, something. No, it is sad, but she was at a nightclub. Okay, or a a late night dining. She was out late, like 1130 at night. She was at a club in Atlanta. And people were getting mad that she wouldn't come over and say hi. Right. And so she just basically yelled at everybody. I'm not coming over to say hi (laughs) because my husband's transitioning to the other side. Okay, so... She she nuts in the hair. This is not in an interview. Yeah, this is I know. not in a thing. She's like, well, people don't know that, so way to shame your fans. I mean, you just ignore people if you don't have time for them. She is not like learned, Erica Jane did that. She's not learned. Uh, like you just have to ignore. Her. She's still not a star in her mind that way. So she just like shrieked, out at him. shrieked at everybody and then everybody felt like you know s- smaller than a man sitting on a dime yeah thanks for shaming us they, but they didn't know and right. her husband's um like colon cancer has come came. back or something but nobody knows that she's been private about it she did say it came back in july and that it it didn't look good because it was stage three yeah so i don't appreciate nini Yelling at people. Yelling at people. I think she should have just ignored people and been thought that she was snotty. You know, because then she doesn't know what they think about her. And, you know, what does she care what people don't know or what they think about her? Right. That's how a star has to think. I'm just telling you guys. Oh, gosh. And she knows, you know, from when she was a star in one of those past lives. No, but that's how you have to deal with fame. Because the fame of people always, and she probably doesn't have bodyguards or security or something. No, I don't think she does. So anyway, to me, it was just like, you know, bad manners, Nini. And she's also probably stressed out and she's probably had it. But she should have ignored everybody. Right. I would agree. Yeah. You you wouldn't ever yell that out at somebody. Try and make people feel bad. You'd ignore them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See? You or, are and leave. You're a star, Julia. Oh, you're oh, a you're star. Such a goof. Okay, we are live at the Minnesota State Fair. We're gonna take a quick break and we will be right back. This is Lori and Julia, my time.